right on. Thank you. Uh, if you've been here for this year, uh, we're chasing after this concept of what does it mean to live an outrageous life? What does it mean to have people come and demand an explanation for the reason that you live? And last week, uh, I touched a base on the, basically the patterns of the most significant people in all of history. I've been fascinated by people who transform the world right now. And I've been studying and reading and uh, interested in just various people, you name it, who. And they're all following very similar patterns. And so I've been talking through some of the patterns that I've been seeing. And the first one last week was that you have to believe that your life matters. Before you do anything, before you become anything in this world, you have to believe that your life matters. And that's a precursor to everything. And the second thing is tonight is, is to... It's living according to a crystal clear purpose. If you want to live an outrageous life, if you want to have a life that that demands explanation to the world, you have to live according to a crystal clear purpose. What I'm going to share with you tonight, it took me five years to develop, probably another two years to live out, another one year to finally live and be transformed by it. It's the single most transformational thing I've ever done for my business, my marriage, and me as a father. It took me five years to learn. I'm going to show it to you in five minutes at the very end. So don't sneak out early, okay? And my favorite world changer is Jesus. That's the correct answer, isn't it? (laughs) Would you be sad if I said someone else? No. My favorite world changer is Jesus. And uh, what's interesting is 1 John 2.6 says that anybody who claims to live in him must live as Jesus lived. Do you know the, the Bible says if you live in him, you must live as he lived. And so when I think of the life of Jesus, I think of like an outrageous life. And I want that. And so of course, this pattern that I'm seeing is personified in Jesus. This crystal clear purpose. And let me show you exactly how Jesus developed and lived according to a crystal clear purpose and how you can do the same. Because Jesus had developed and cultivated and lived by a crystal clear purpose, he knew what to do. It's so important that you get that Jesus knew what to do in every circumstance. Did you ever see a story of Jesus who's like, man, I have no idea what to do here. I didn't go to seminary for this. You know, you never find Jesus at all mistaken what he's supposed to do. At every turn, at every moment, you see a confidence. You see amazing precision. You see a man who knows exactly who's supposed to be and what his purpose is says in Luke 4, it says, I must preach the kingdom. It says, I must, I must preach the kingdom of God for I was sent for this purpose. Jesus was never hesitant. He knew exactly what to do in every circumstance. What if your life was able to show you exactly what to do in every single circumstance? Imagine your life never wondering, gosh, what do I do in this circumstance? How do I find the the path for me in here? Imagine a life like that. Jesus always knew what to do, but you know what else? As a Jesus knew what not to do. Beyond Jesus knowing what to do, he also knew what not to do. Three times, I went through all the gospels looking at just different patterns of Jesus, and three times he declared what he did not come to do. First was, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I did not come to call the righteous, but to sinners. 
It's interesting that Jesus makes a distinction. I did not come for this purpose. He was so aware of his crystal clear purpose, he declared multiple times, I am not here to do that. And it's your no that makes your yes so powerful. When you know exactly your purpose, you have a yes that has authority and a no that has even more. Did you know that Jesus had to escape, had to physically run and hide from people who wanted to come make him king by force? That's how crazy. People had another purpose for him, and they wanted to force it upon him. And he had such a clear focus and purpose of his life that he had to hide and run from other people who wanted to exercise their will over him. That's pretty crazy. Do you want to find yourself doing only what you can do? Then you need to develop a crystal clear purpose. And I'm going to show you that tonight. Second thing is, because Jesus had a crystal clear purpose, he knew where to go. He knew where to go. Do you ever find yourself asking yourself, I wish I knew where to go, right? I'm like, I wasn't, I never put Sacramento on a map as like, I want to go there. I came here as chasing my wife, begging her to marry me. She went to school here, and here I am. And so this is how I found Sacramento. And, uh, and the, the, the topic of where are we ultimately going to be has been a long time, decade-long conversation, and we're still figuring that out. But here's the thing is that I've developed this crystal clear purpose that I know right now I'm here. Right now, I'm here. I, without a doubt, I'm supposed to be here. Because I've developed this systematic way to help me decide. And Jesus had the same power in deciding how and where he was going to go. Mark 1.38 says, Let us go somewhere else to the towns nearby, for that is what I came for. Jesus, aware, I must go there, for that is what I came for. Jesus was intentional for every place he stepped his foot The plans for where he went were strategic and intentional. Every place you place your body should be intentional and strategic according to your crystal clear purpose. And just as important as knowing where to go is also know when to leave. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to go visit one city and stay there for 46 years. He didn't live that long anyways, but that's besides the point. He was traveling all the time. He knew where to go, but more importantly, he knew when to leave which is very powerful in identifying his purpose. I'm here for now, but I'm not here forever, and I'm going to go there. I'm intentional. I'm strategic. And there are two forms of paralysis when it comes to this that I found. Where am I going to go, and how long am I going to be here? When do I leave? And both are vexing. You need to know when to leave just as much as you need to know where to go. There's a buzz, Christian buzzword. Here it comes. I'm just in a season, right? You know, I, lo- I mean, I, I get it, but um, but sometimes like you're still stuck in winter and it's July now. Like you need to like take off the parka, you know. Like it's not that season anymore. And, like you need to decide. Like I'm going to go here, and, and I, I believe we have a bigger role in exiting the season that we're in more than we give ourselves credit for. Are you happening to life, or is life happening to you? I mean, there's different challenges that come, but. You know what, like, when I, there's difficulty that comes to follow me, I'm kind of like, oh, I guess I'm just in the season where my butt's going to get kicked for six months. I'm like, no, I want to, like, fight back. I want to exit this time. I'm thankful that Jesus is Lord of my life, and this right now stinks on ice, but I'm going to push through. 
And developing a crystal clear purpose will help you identify where to go and when to leave. The next thing is that because Jesus had a crystal clear purpose, he was never in doubt about himself. Jesus was never in doubt about himself. Do you ever find yourself saying, I don't know if I'm capable of this. I don't know if I'm, I can do this. I, I just don't know. Jesus was amazingly confident about himself. Never did you see him say, I don't know if I can pull this off. Who am I to say? Am I just the son of God or what? No, he was amazingly confident in his own ability, his own potential. Why? He knew his purpose with clarity. We don't ever find Jesus second-guessing himself. And check out this passage. It's John 8, 14. It says, Jesus answered them. He's talking to the Pharisees. Jesus answered them and said, even if I testify about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from and I know where I'm going. Basically, they wanted him to go on trial about himself. In a statement, Jesus says, test me, examine me. Do all your funky tests. I'll testify. You're going to wind up the same exact result as what you see now. Amazing confidence in who he is. Does that sound like your life? Someone's like, ah, I want you to prove your life to me. How confident are you? It's an outrageous statement to have that level of confidence and assurance of himself. He says, for I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Test me all you want. It's going to be the same result. I'll be here all day. And if you look at any person who's, who has shaped history, anybody, Mother Teresa, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jesus, you know, Steve Jobs, whoever it is, every person you'll find, they were convinced of their own strength and own potential. They were always convinced of their own strength and potential. Steve Jobs kind of to a fault. He like went overboard and became a jerk to most of the, I, I've read his biography, at least on audio, um, but he was like, the testimony of him, like he was kind of a jerk a lot of the time because he was so sure of himself. He was so confident. So there's a diminishing return there. But I would say most people in our generation, they have a challenge in believing their own potential. They have a challenge in believing their own strength. Some of the most significant people in my life have a challenge in believing their own significance. You need to believe in yourself, as I, silly as that sounds. If Jesus is going to put the full weight of the universe behind you, you better believe in yourself, too. Isn't it amazing that Jesus says, I no longer call you slave, but I call you friend. Jesus, like, picked you up. He says, I'm making you equal. We're partners in this. You no longer live, but I live through you. It's mind-boggling. It just, when we really grasp the truth of that. How on earth can we be insecure? But insecurity just like riddles our society. It's crazy. But Jesus knew the truth about himself, and more importantly, he knew his own significance. What if you were fully convinced of your significance? What if you were fully persuaded by your own potential, and you never had that? I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't that be amazing? A crystal clear purpose will do that for you. Next is because Jesus had a crystal clear purpose. He knew his life was worth the pain. 
Because Jesus had a crystal clear purpose, he knew his life was worth the pain. How on earth, if Jesus knew he was destined for the cross, how did he live a life that he walked through every single day knowing that the end result was a cross, to be crucified, and to die in front of all humanity? He knew his purpose. Every day it drove him. He was no surprise to him. But he knew that his life was worth the pain. John 12, 27 says this, Now my soul has become troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Look at this statement. Jesus is saying, I am troubled. I'm in, I'm in the moments before I'm about to be crucified. And what shall I say? Father, take me from here. Let me escape. He says, no. Bring it on because I came for this purpose. This is my hour. What a remarkable statement. What an amazing statement this is. Jesus is like, yes, is this troubling? Of course. Does this suck? Yes. But you know what? This is the pain that is significant for me because you know what? Sons and daughters are coming home right now. This feeling of pain is the feeling of Satan being trampled. This is the feeling of pain of sons and daughters being reconciled to the Father, of sin being defeated. This feeling, I'm feeling, is the, the feeling of, of hell being crushed. When he looks at all the pain he went through, he looks and says, it's worth it. This is the feeling of chains being broken. It's worth it. It's amazing that he was able to stand in the face of his pain and say, for this reason, this is the purpose I came for. And when you know your purpose... Your pain gets perspective. When you know your purpose, your pain gets perspective. He's like, it's pain, but it's worth it. Next is that because Jesus had crystal clear purpose, he knew when the time was right. He knew when the time was right do you ever feel like you missed an opportunity? You ever feel like, ah, oh, man, if only I would have known. A crystal clear purpose will help you identify what you should and what you should not do. It'll help you see when opportunity presents itself. Jesus had a remarkable gift for timing. Oh, just a woman at the well who's been caught in adultery, no problem. You know, he, 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 he spotted opportunity. He knew exactly where to go. Every meeting he had, it wasn't like, oh, well, this is going to be interesting. I didn't even foresee this. Like, he was so intentional about even the strangers he encountered. He spotted opportunity everywhere he went. We should be living with a mindset where our eyes are looking at opportunities through our divine purpose. Every single thing he saw was through a crystal clear purpose. John 13.1 says, Now before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour had come that he would depart out of this world to the Father. The scriptures even say that he knew the hour had come. He was aware, he knew his purpose, and he recognized the events, and he knew that the time had come. The one thing that Jesus was, besides such a world changer, is that he could spot opportunity and timing. Notice that Jesus didn't oversleep the day of the cross. He wasn't surprised by the cross. He lived his life with an amazing foresight for opportunity and placed himself in positions to have opportunity. The most successful people I know aren't the ones who try the hardest. 
though oftentimes they try very hard, that the ones that found themselves in the right place at the right time, not by chance, but by intentionality. They knew, what's the, uh, this is just coming to me now, like the, the Wayne Gretzky quote, does anybody know? Like, it's, um, and not knowing, shoot. No, it's, it's different, like, it's about knowing where the puck is going. Yes. How are you such a great hockey player? I don't go to where the puck is, I go to where the puck is going. Thank you. I should have prepared that earlier. It just came to me. But Jesus knew exactly what was happening when he was betrayed. When we live our lives with a crystal clear purpose, we begin to see every different thing in our life. Is it an opportunity? No. Is that an opportunity? Yes. I'm going to go. Because indecision of like, is this the right opportunity? By that time, you've already missed it. I want to be in a position where at the millisecond, my life is ready, I'm going to jump on it. I want to be always in a ready state. I don't want to like have an opportunity to come and say, oh, well, just stay right there for six weeks while I go get this figured out. I want to be ready. And Jesus was ready for every single thing that came his way. And a crystal clear purpose will help you establish that. Finally, Jesus, because he had crystal clear purpose, knew when he was finished. One of my favorite questions to ask people is like, how do you know if your life sucks or not? How do you know if you're successful or not? I say that in kind of like a, a funny way, but it lightens people up. But I mean, like, how, how do you know you're successful in anything? It's a really interesting question. You're placed on this earth for a reason. You're created. I believe that God is happy you're here. How do you know if your life is being successful right now? How do you know if it's failing? You know what? Most people don't have an answer. They're like, I don't know. I'm still alive. I guess I'm doing something right. Like, well, I don't believe that theology anyways, but, but, you know, how do you know if your life is being successful? Is money an indicator for success? Is marriage an indicator for success? Well, probably a lot of you guys would say that, but I can tell you it's not. Those who want to be married, those who are married or have been married will tell you that that should not be the sole indicator for success. What is the indicator for success for am I doing well or am I not? Am I thriving or am I dying? Most people have no clue. Most people have no framework, no grid, no metric to, to know whether or not their life is succeeding or dying. Or when it's finished. Or what you've actually done has been accomplished. Why you even exist. Have you established that? Have you accomplished that? John 19 says this, after this, Jesus knowing that all things had already been accomplished to fulfill the scripture, said, I'm thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there so they put a sponge full of sour wine upon a branch of whatever that is and brought it up to his mouth. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, we think it's kind of like, you know, I, the cross is crazy, right? I mean, I'm not going to at all, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not making light of the cross. But when, when you know that Jesus looked at his pain, he's like, it's worth it. That moment, he's like, it's finished. Must have been the most triumphant moment ever. Because sons and daughters are coming home. I've defeated sin and death. I've ransomed my children from hell. It's pretty amazing. And he had vision for the end. And so many people have lack of vision for the end. What am I here for? What, is, what does success look like? What does accomplishing something look like? How do I know? 
and your crystal clear purpose will do that. It was a little bit more five years ago that I was challenged by this, um, you know there's like men who disciple other men and women who disciple women. There's a particular man who, his name was Dwight, and I've shared a little bit about him a few different times. And he is, I mean, if not like a narrow, like I disciple men, I disciple businessmen who are in startups around the world. It's a pretty narrow, talk about a niche market. And he was specifically called to men of faith in business. And somehow I got on his radar screen through mutual friend and mutual friend or whatever. And uh, in, in business, um, it's very common to have like a mission statement, right? Most mission statements are terrible. We exist to increase shareholder value and whatever that means. They're so lame. And he's like, sat down, he's like, look at my life. And I was, I was everywhere. I mean, I have a whole bunch of people that are front row seat for my life. I knew me before I you know, the person now, but um, he's like, I want you to make a mission statement. I was like, oh, that would be easy, you know, like, do good, you know, <laughs> don't suck, you know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, really, really, what is this all, and, and, and I can't, like, it, it became obnoxious of how many times he wanted me to, like, establish this mission statement, this purpose statement, he's like, you need to know why you're here on earth, if you are not intentional about your life, you'll see your life vaporize. And you'll have seen a decade go by and your life, your family, your business, your marriage, your children will be in shambles because you didn't have a hold of your life. He's like, I see it every day. He's like, I'm working with people in their 50s, 60s, trying to repair all the years in which they messed up and they're trying to get it right now. You have a chance, and this is when I was 25, you have a chance to get this right and set your life on a trajectory like it's never had potential before. Will you do that? I'm like, sounds great. It's like, establish a mission statement establish a purpose statement. And so like, I clumsily like, sat there and like, I you know, developed things. And um, at a high level, it's like to establish who you want to be. And secondly, it identifies different attributes or statements, things about you that you believe to be true about you or that you want. And so I started about five or six years ago, and I, I you know, started to write a little bit. And every you know, other month, we go through it. And every year, I like, bring it up. And New Year's is always my time to like, review it. And eventually, like, I got like, this feels pretty good. We revised it, and I got more clarity on it. And then I memorialized it on my desktop. I'd just been writing it down, had a little file in my Dropbox. And then after my desktop, I'm like, oh, I'll decide to put it on my phone. And then um, after a while, this became so strategic to me, like I, I finally started to capture the value of this. As I put it on my wall of our new office a few years ago, I have a picture of it. And this is after five or six years of iterating what I came up with. And actually, the, the first statement it was actually a run-on, um, but it just design-wise looked better that way. But it's, it's dream big enough in order to be the best husband, father, and entrepreneur in the world. And then of all these other statements about who I looked at my life, how I wanted to be, and yes, suck less is up there because it's a meaningful term for me. <laughs> I can't tell you, and this is, I took this from my desk. Like my monitors are here, and yes, my little Dwight bobblehead's right there. But this is, I look at this eight hours a day. It's no longer something in which I review once a year. It's something I stare at every single day. It helped me do very important things, such as it helped me to establish what is worthwhile. It helped me establish my yes and my no. It established for me to identify who do I really want to be. I don't care who 
anybody else wants me to be. I want to know who I want to be. Do you even know who you want to be? You probably know who everybody else wants you to be. But do you know who you want to be? And so it became the, one of the most effective tools, or one of them, I have many, but this became so strategic. It became almost like a little hub from all the different spokes of things I was doing. It just codified all the things that I wanted to accomplish in life. It's like, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. And so for those who like take jabs at like, I, I frequently will escape for a month. Well, up there, like one of my things is to live adventurously and travel often. It's just one of the things that makes me feel alive. It's just who I am. It's not because I don't like you guys or I don't like Sacramento. Like I just, it's who I am. And it helped me eliminate, this is really key. This helped me eliminate what was good and choose the best. One of the powerful statements that Dwight gave me is that Good is the enemy of best. It's like, you just want to be good? It's like, I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not here to meet with people who just want to be good. I want to meet with people who want to be the best. That's so wrong in me. I was like, yes, let's do that. You know, like, I, I really, like, I just gravitated to that so well. And it established this, this bullseye for me of my yes. If it's not on here, I'm not doing it. I get propositioned all the time to do different things. Like, that's awesome. Not for me. And it actually is hard. I'm a recovering people pleaser. Waterbury can attest to that. I, I did not have the word no in my, in my vernacular. I was just the people pleaser you've ever met. And so uh, this, though painful over years, helped me establish the power of my no, so I have the power to say Yes. There's a reason it's on my wall. It's really hard to work till 10 p.m. every night when you're looking at a statement that says, be the best father and husband. It's really hard to see yourself obsessed over your work when it says, cherish your wife and adore your kids. It gives me a framework in which I, I choose my life with intentionality. I want to live like Jesus lived. I want to have a life that is outrageous. And this is, th think of it like as, as train tracks and rails. These are, this is the rails in which my life is operating on. And I want you to establish the same thing. I want to give you guys an opportunity to develop the same exact statement set. I want to help just in the, the five or ten minutes we have here. Are you guys okay? Because this is going to be really cool. I can't tell you, I, I agonize and I struggle to develop this and, I, and I'm so excited to tell you what we've done. I'm going to give all of you guys an opportunity right now to develop your own step from here. Because your crystal, here, 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 here's a way to think of it. Your crystal clear purpose establishes the rules and values which to live by. This statement you're about to make, it is destined, it's designed to establish rules and values in which your entire life lives by. These shouldn't have to be yours. You might not like travel at all. You might not have kids. I get that. You might be terrified of startups. No problem there. You need to come up with your own statement in which you say, the rules of my life are obeying this statement. My life is governed by this declaration. It's a declarative statement set. So you guys know that I, I, I do software for a living, right? So, uh, of course, I couldn't make this like really, really simple. Um, I had to go commission to have a software app made for us to all do this. So who has a, a smartphone in here? 
All right, so pull up your smartphones, even if you're already on them, I don't mind. <laughs> if you don't have a smartphone, we have, um, we have sheets, paper, and we hopefully have pens. We're gonna pass those around. Here's what we've done. We've developed software, we have a little worksheet that helps you, instead of like coming up here like, oh, what is my life doing? We've come up with 100 example statements for you to claim. We've come up with the help of Ashley in here too, and, and we've come up with, with declarative statements that you can look through and say, yes, that's me. The goal is not to check all of them. The goal is to check as few as you can that you'll have them be the rules of your life. Don't just be flipping and choosing anything. Choose the ones you're gonna say, my life is gonna operate on rails according to these statements. So if you have your smartphone, open up the browser and go to purposebuilder.org. Purposebuilder.org. We made this because of you guys. You guys are the very first ones to see this ever. You're the first ones to be on this. I've tested it once. I hope it works now. Derek, would we be able to show the actual um, webpage screen too? Thank you for putting that up. So here, guess what? So you know those amazing posters that we made last week that got taken out? I didn't, my own one got stolen. I hope someone repented in here for that. <laughs> Here's, it's not just that we're going to help you establish your purpose statement. We've commissioned a, prof a professional designer that will make your own poster or decal and memorialize it in a beautifully designed pattern for you that you can hang on your wall, that you can put on your desktop, that you can tattoo on your forehead for all I care. And it would cost you 25 bucks to have it professionally designed. Crazy, right? So let me show you this. So scroll to the very, very top. This is important. I believe, this is, there's, there's one area here that requires a little bit of insight, and I want to take a second to help some people out, is I, I think that every powerful statement like this starts with a declarative statement about yourself. I would challenge you to have belief in yourself and your own potential to make an outrageous statement for yourself. If I were to pick a statement for Eric, it'd be, I am awakening a generation to know who they are. If I was Nicole, it'd be, I am revealing the heart of God to the masses. If it was Brian, I would say, I'm intervening in the lives of the young. I'm shaping their future by my words. Say something outrageous. If it was Mandy, I would say, I'm expressing God's heart through creativity and through compassion. I mean, I, 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 give me anybody. I, I, can, I can try and you know, do you. Tell me about yourself, but it, it's important. And I'm, I'm serious. Does anybody want to go? Someone raise your hand. Right there, yeah. What's your name? Caleb. Caleb. Tell me one word that, that about you or two words. Um, about me? Just use your passion. Give me something more. Dedicated and care. Why? Why, do you why are you dedicated? Why do you care? Sure. I want to be the living example of God's love. I want to be the, the flesh and blood of what it means to be, to, to be Christ's love for others.
or it can be to be the most relentless heart after Jesus that everyone has ever known. Somebody else. Jed. Tell me something about you. That when you think of yourself, what do you identify with? I mean, I could, you know, say something about music, but do you want me to, to go with music? What do you want? Yeah. Jed's is to help people experience the presence of God through music and through life and love. Something of that measure. You can say the best, you can say the greatest, you can say something. Yes, you. Love is, what was the statement? Love as if you've never been hurt. Love is, sure. I mean, love generously, like beyond teaching, like you love teaching, love other people outrageously, even if they've hurt you. Yep. Awesome. So on that, so, so check this out. So on the top, I want you to try, and, and you can skip this too, you can come back to this. But I challenge you to like come up with a declarative statement. I want to, for me, is I want to be I want to dream big enough to where I'm the best father, husband, and entrepreneur in the world. Like if I were to put it in other words, like I, I, want, to, I want to make the greatest ideas in life happen. Something of that nature, you, you got to get behind yourself. So, so then you have the first one, which is totally optional. If you don't feel cool with that, if nothing's come to you, skip it. But I think it's really important if you can. And then you can scroll down here and you can just click off and, and check different items in here. If you scroll all the way down, Derek... Possibly. We can scroll all the way down. Ooh, computer issues. There we go. So you see we have a ton of in here. You have a write your own. So on the very, very bottom, if you want to say love like you've never been hurt, you can add that. You can add whatever declarative statement you want about yourself. Awaken a generation to Jesus. Love outrageous. We have a whole bunch of good ones in here. But here's what you do. So you go through and you check those different boxes. The very, it, it begins to populate that very bottom one that says, here's your purpose statement. And you can do a couple of different things. The minimum is that you can email it to yourself or copy it. You can do whatever you want with it. Say it. But I challenge you, be bold enough to actually put it in writing and make it part of your life. I can't tell you how, how like, I just, I, I minimize the fact that, okay, you know, yeah, stupid mission statement, whatever. When you, when you go through this and you take this seriously and you say, this is how I want my life to look like and run, and you put it in writing and you put it on a wall that you're going to look at, it will begin to shape you even subconsciously. It's the best 25 bucks you've ever spent. So I'm going to give um, a few minutes here. Maybe we can throw on some music. And uh, we have uh, paper ones here. Yep, we're just going to pass some of these out. Um, on the back here, Our awesome designer has given you six different potential designs if you want. Crazy, right? And if you want to just do it the, the paper way, you can just check them and put your information in there. And, uh, and if you come and leave it either up front or take it in the back, I will make sure it gets the designer and uh, about a week turnaround or so, possibly.
And uh, so we're just going to give a few minutes here. I'm, uh, they can be any size you want. So this is going to cover the design, whether you want it to be your backdrop of your phone. It'll be in graphic form, but you can, if you have a preference on size dimensions, that's all up to you. Awesome. Uh, if you didn't finish, or if you want to spend more time, then no problem, but um, I'm going to turn it over. I love you guys. Thanks for letting me share my passion with you guys tonight.